Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Mike Claiborne is standing by. If you haven't bookmarked clavesonline.com yet, you need to do so because there's just so much great content that Claves Online delivers, including the Hall of Famer Rick Hummel, who is now with Claves Online. And he's got a conversation with Whitey Herzog right on the front page of Claves Online. Good morning, sir. How you doing? I'm doing well. Sitting here watching uh, the ball club go through some paces uh, before they play the Washington Nationals. So life is good. Clay, so we were talking just a few minutes ago. Uh, which name would be the most surprising if he were not on the opening day roster? Gosh, that's a good question. Well, a good one this early in the morning, too. <laughs> uh, you know, that's you know what? Uh, it, it would be a pitcher. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I think there's a couple of guys that we have been used to seeing around that haven't performed as well as probably they need to be. Um, but I would say it would be a pitcher. Um, and I can think of about three or four guys who, who in my opinion, are on the bubble. Mm-hmm. But I would say pitcher. Um, from, a, from a fielding position, uh, I, I think, you know, obviously Jordan Walker is the talk of the town. I would, I would expect him to be on the roster. Uh, but, yeah, I would say a pitcher, a pitcher that we probably have seen in St. Louis for a couple, three years minimum. And, Mike, you talk about the veteran guys, but a guy who made the club last year because they got a chance to see so much of him was Palante, who's only pitched in two games yeah. in Florida. I, I wonder if Palante is a guy, because of the success of some of the other guys, that could be vulnerable. What do you think? Oh, I agree with you. I, I think that there were some guys who took on this WBC, and it may cost them. Hmm. Uh, I look at him. I look at a guy like Oscar Mercado who could have made this team as a maybe a late-inning defensive guy. Um, you know, I look at those two guys right off the hop. Jojo Romero is another guy. You know, uh, they decide to play, and I understand they want them wanting to play, but, you know, I don't think their position was that solid for them to try it. And be, and then, it, then they went and didn't play much when mm-hmm. they were there. Mm-hmm. So I, I really feel like those guys might be vulnerable to being reassigned, uh, I think all of them still have options. So that that that's where I would look at some of those guys that you know maybe probably should have stayed here. Claves an exciting World Baseball Classic finish last night with Team Japan and Mexico. What was your reaction to that game, and what do you think about this matchup with Japan and Team USA? I was like, damn! I mean, it was so entertaining. Now, granted, these games, <clears throat> I, I got to tell you, and granted, this has only been, what, three weeks that we've had the, the, the pitch clock, but it's like night and day watching baseball. Mm-hmm. Uh, I watch the game, and I'm like, well, is this thing ever going to be over with mm-hmm. compared to uh, us having a game that went two hours and 19 minutes? Uh, but, you know, I'll I tell you something. What, what's been fun about this, and you only get this in international play because anybody who attends these things, whether it's, WBC or 
you know, uh, World Cup of hockey or something like that, where there's internet, all those fans are passionate. Okay, they're not season ticket holders or anything. They they are truly passionate, and they bring that passion to the facility. And, and we don't get that sort of environment during the regular season. You really don't get it during the World Series. Uh, so it's a very unique setup. Uh, I'm I'm happy that they did it. I know they'll talk about well, you know, people can get hurt. Well, you can get hurt in spring training in a B game. So I mean, you, you know, that comes with the job. So for us to use that as an excuse where you're going to you know, pee all over the fact, oh, this world baseball. Hey, listen, baseball needs new fans. They need younger fans. I mean, their their average age is, I believe, mid fifties. Mm, Compared right. to the NBA, that's like thirty three years old. And the NHL is younger. So, I mean, this is this is what baseball needed. And I mean, we haven't been disappointed by what we've seen. Hey, Mike, before these games in Miami, Mark DeRosa told his team, he said, hey, whenever somebody hits a home run, come out to home plate and greet him, not just after a walk-off, because that's what all the other teams are doing. He wanted to build the energy level. And I would love it if Cardinal games, we'd have big St. Louis flags in the stands and have the players come out after a home run to greet somebody at home plate, just to make it a more visually exciting game. As long as you can do it within the the pitch clock limits, I don't have a problem with it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and I think that that's the issue that would come into play. You know, how much would it – because, you know, back in the old days of hockey, you know, everybody would come out on the ice and congratulate a guy. Uh, and it slowed the game down. It took the momentum away sometimes. But I, I think that baseball's got to look at some other things to create more what I would team social goodwill, where people can have as much fun as the players are. Uh, because that's what you want to make it entertaining. Well, Claves, you love to see, too, the representation from the Cardinals in this World Baseball Classic. So, prediction from you, which Cardinal in this Team USA-Team Japan matchup do you think will have the biggest moment in this? Boy, that's a great question. I'm going to go with Arenado. Me too. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go with him. You know, Goldie is so consistent but, you know, I just think Arnado is going to bust out and do something special. Claves, we were t- that, would be, that would be my pick. I mean, cut you off. We were talking earlier. You talked about the average age of fans. You talked about the, the game, the difference in watching World Baseball Classic and, and what you've seen in spring training. Randy had the, uh, the, the question yesterday. Do you think that there will be two Cardinals on this roster that get 75 stolen bases between the two of them? Um, the way we ran the bases yesterday, I'd say yes. Mm. I mean, we stole four bases yesterday. And, you know, the thing is, you know, Goldschmidt hasn't been throwing out stealing the base in, what, three years? Mm-hmm. I mean, he doesn't do it a lot, but, you know, he, when, he's, he, when he steals one, he's no, normally safe. I think that that's a reasonable number. Uh, you know, Tommy Edmonds is going to get his. So there's got to be somebody else that we're not thinking of. Now, granted, O'Neal might be the fastest guy. Well, he doesn't steal a lot of bases. Um, they work on that. As a matter of fact, I'm looking at them doing a drill right now about base stealing. So I, I think it's going to be part of their arsenal. Um, but, you know, it's one of those things where I think it's going to take time to just kind of figure out who that other person's going to be. Now, the other thing that comes into that, you can't steal first, so somebody's got to be able to swing the bat and <laughs> get on base. Right. Do you so th- that, that's the other thing. Do you think that this is going to add more of the casual fan to baseball, the, the time speeding up, the, the yeah. more explosiveness in the game as opposed to station yeah. to station? Okay, I'm going to tell you something. Watching these games down here, there's a lot more energy. Um, and, you know, there's a lot of things. You, you really, truly have to pay attention to what's going on now. Mm-hmm. 
you know, there was a time where you could sit and, you know, have a hot dog or whatever, and you could still do it, but there's something going on more now. I mean, the, the, the pace has picked up. The players have adapted to it. We had a situation yesterday where Wilson Contreras wasn't ready in the box at, at the right time, and he had two strikes on him. He ended up being uh, called out on strikes because he wasn't ready. Hmm. First time I've seen it here, but I think it, it just serves notice that, you know, the, the game is faster. And I tell people all the time, when you come to the ballpark this year, you better pay attention because you might miss something. One, last, one, one quick question. Do you think the umpires are going to have the guts to do that in a ninth inning, <laughs> two outs, you know, runners on yeah, second and I third do. and, and I, crucial moments I like do. that? No, I do. I, I mean, they've been very consistent down here, okay, from day one. And I don't think they're going to change because they have the support of Major League Baseball. Uh, the managers and coaches and players, for the most part, are bought into this. You're going to get some curmudgeon that's going to say, oh, you're killing the game or whatever. But at the end of the day, I think that the players have adapted to it to the point where they can expect that to happen. We saw it in a spring training game mm-hmm. earlier this year uh, with Atlanta. Uh, so, yeah, I think, they, I think they'll pull the trigger if necessary. And the, the, the giant clocks are there. I mean, yeah. you, if the clock runs to yeah. zero, you got to do it, right? <laughs> exactly. I mean, you know, if, if you don't, then you probably won't be doing this job much longer. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I think that they will, and I, and I hope they do. Uh, but I will say this. I've noticed that the players have really adapted to this, this pace. Now, there's been some discussion the last week or so about maybe adding an additional five seconds. Uh, for both. Uh, so that might be something that comes into play. I know from a broadcast standpoint that there have been times that the inning has started before we were out of a commercial. Really? Oh, wow. So, and so you know, because the players like, okay, we're going to pick up the pace. We've seen guys ready to hit with 30 seconds left on the clock. And we've had to have umpires say, all right, let's hold off for a second. Mm-hmm. And I think they'll be reminded of that once we get into games TV, radio, uh, because, you know, that's that's how we make money is, is commercial spots. So I, I think we'll see that. But there's been some discussion about adding an additional second. Claims, I have a couple, of, a couple of quick ones about the, the Cardinals youngsters. Let's start with this. Willie Mays in 1951, and you know this story, we've we've heard it, he started five for 44 in his first 10 games. He was hitting 139 with one homer. If Jordan Walker makes the club on opening day and starts five for 44, is he safe? Yes. <clears throat> I think he's safe. You know, it, it, you can quickly say we'll send him out, you know, because he needs to get some at-bats and his confidence. But, you know, we have a pair of hitting coaches here that I have great respect for with regard to what they're capable of doing and working with guys. And I think it says a lot because they're both former players. So they've gone through this. So that's a better situation than a guy with a, with a you know iPad in his hand telling you, well, you know, your swing plan is this or whatever. I, I think that works well for him. Um, they want to make sure this young man succeeds, and he hasn't given him any reason on why he can't because of his ability. The, the adjustments that I've seen him make from at bat to at bat tells me that even when he does have a slow leak in a tire, uh, he'll be able to put air in it. I'm not worried about him. Beautiful. And then the other one's in regards to uh, Mason Wynn, because it looks like Paul DeYoung isn't going to start the season with the ball club because of the lower back injuries. With right. all due respect to guys like Taylor Motter or uh, uh, the... the, the uh, Robertson. Uh, Kirikudo. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, and Kirikudo, who's been good lately. But yeah. isn't 
Mason win one of your 26 best players? Doesn't the way he's performed in the spring, doesn't he give you on opening day the better chance to win than have guys on your roster? Yeah, but here's the deal. You, you want him to continue to play. And if he's not going to be in the lineup every day, then he's not helping you. Uh, he, he can sit here and watch all he wants, but you know what? It wouldn't hurt him to be in Memphis to just make sure he continues to to uh, hone his skill. So, yeah, I, I think I'd rather see him playing every day in Memphis. And if somebody has a, a out or a boo-boo here in the big leagues, we, we know where we can find somebody to fill in the void. Is Donovan the backup shortstop then with Young out? And if Edmund would go down, would Donovan be the next guy? You know, that's a good question. And that's why I brought up Caracudo. Uh, he's played well. He can play multiple positions on the infield. Um, in an emergency, Donovan would be the guy. Uh, if it's a real emergency, then it's either Caracudo or Mason Wynn. Because, Mason, again, Mason Wynn, you worry about if he can hit. Because this defense is as good as anybody on this infield, and this is a gold glove infield. Mm. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, you know, I, I think the best example I could put on it, when Ozzy stops and pays attention to a guy on the middle of the infield, then that should tell you that this guy may have a chance to be a good player. <laughs> I would say so. Mm-hmm. I would say yeah. so. Hey, uh, great stuff going on right now at ClavesOnline.com. Oh, yeah. We, uh, well, you know, we're the only people covering the WBC. And Joe Roderick and Rammer do something daily. Joe Roderick's down here covering the WBC. Well, he's here. I don't know what he's doing. (laughs) When you go to Miami, anything can happen when you go there. But we've got that going on. The commission and I will do our podcast. It'll it'll drop on Thursday. Uh, And, you know, of course, we got a lot of Cardinal baseball coverage all around. So those are the things we're working on as we speak. Um, So I would just tell everybody, you know, baseball is here. We'll cover the other sports, too. Don't We don't want to kick anybody to the curb because we still have the two-man game with Rocky and Rammer also, and we'll get into that NBA discussion here soon, not to mention the tournament. So there's plenty of stuff to cover and to check out on the site. Claves, were you disappointed with uh, Mizzou losing to Princeton? Uh, no. I, and I, you know what? I you, wasn't either. You know what? Yeah. Here's the deal. I told somebody this is not Pete Carrell's team, okay? Mm-hmm. You know, we, this is not taking the air out of the ball and playing the funky four corners. I mean, this is something that they they were better players on that team than people gave them credit for. So I was not surprised that Missouri got beat. I, I was surprised that they got clobbered, mm-hmm. but I wasn't surprised that they lost. Claves, great to hear your voice. We will see you in nine days here in St. Louis for the home opener. Well, I'll be back sooner than that. Maybe I'll drop by and we'll chop it up locally. Love it. Nice Love to have you in. All right, man. You guys have a great week. Link, Pete, and Julie. The Mod Squad. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, brother. That's why I call you guys, man. The Mod Squad. I, I know. <laughs> Love it. You're the best. Right. See you, Mike. Mike Claiborne with us on 101 ESPN.